Jerk Podcast. I ain't wanna, I ain't wanna hit the button when we was talking about sports because we not a sports uh, program. We not. Right now. <laughs> this man said we not a sports show. Even though on the hey, hey and, the, and the folks probably don't know when the when the when the show come on and they hear lions roar, it's for a reason. It's like not just a miscellaneous sound. It's because we mad. <laughs> I got some stuff I need to talk about today to get off my mind. Hey, man, we got- <laughs> that's how. I, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. That's how, I'm on one today. It, it, it didn't even. It, it, it wasn't even supposed to be that, but that that is perfect. Irk and Jerk Podcast, baby. Hey, what number we at? Number what? Ten? Yeah. The big yes. one. Yes. The big one. Oh, we made it. Okay. Uh-huh. We there. We've been talking about this one since part one. Yeah. So now we can go on vacation for six weeks. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just like didn't start it. We're just getting started, y'all. If we can get one listener per show, wouldn't that be awesome? So, I mean, we had 10 listeners. Hey, man. Yeah. We, we, move, we moving up in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm moving up about. in the world. Um, hope everybody's uh, week was uh, beautiful and productive. I know it was uh, tough for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get there today. But, um, you know, we made it. We're here. We're here and we're breathing. And that's, uh, that's always a good thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, big bro, uh, you know, we've been chapping, we've been chirping already, but uh, we what we haven't talked about is uh, how was the weekend? So, so I'm and I'm gonna say this every week. So, you know, I work Monday through Friday, so I had the I had the weekend for myself. So on Friday evening, the wife and I were supposed to go see the boy Teddy Pender ass down, but. We we didn't have no babysitter, so she was like, "Go see T Pain by yourself." Ask one of the homies. So I asked one of the homies. Um, so we went because I couldn't ask. You know, I had to take one of the homies. Oh by no! Myself. Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it was cool. I mean, I've gone to concerts with dudes. I don't give a fuck. Um, but me and the homie Chris went to see uh, T Pain, and. We got messed up and got drunk before the show. Like we walking in, it's like 105 degrees. We pre-gaming because it's two dudes, so I ain't got to be. I got to be PC with the wife. The wife, if, if anybody knows my wife, she's not the she. She ain't about to be shotgun and nothing in the uh, car. I, I married a lady, so. The, but I'm with the homie, and I'm like, hey man, I got the whole bottle of Crown in the trunk. We just point. I brought some Crown, a cup of ice. <laughs> In two cups, <laughs> and we just straight, you know, we took it, we drank half the bottle before we went in, and he was like, "Bro, I'm feeling good." I was like, "All right, let's go see what T Pain talking about." When I say the teeny boppers were out, and the mid aged people, like the not the teen, but like the late twenties, early thirties, was out. And I'm thinking like T Pain was for us. But it was a lot of Anglo-Saxon brothers and sisters. I'm dead. And they love some T-Pain, bro. Because I wasn't even thinking about the T-Pain songs with like Chris Brown and Pitbull and all of those EDM songs he had that was real Flowrider-esque. And when he played them songs, oh, buddy, the roof went up. And I'm like, this is how T-Pain Rich. He wasn't, I'm going to buy you a drink because, like, we wasn't supporting. Like, people like T-Pain, but they don't like him. Like, I like I liked him for real. Like, I had, I liked him enough. Hey, he coming on concert. I actually know about it. I'm going to go. But I'm going to buy you a drink, and I'm in love with this stripper and all of that. They uh-huh. like him, but they don't like him. Like that, um, that was that song with him and Mr. Worldwide. Um... I forgot the name of the song, but yeah, they they love that EDM stuff from from T Pain. So the crowd went up. He put on a good show. He went on for like an hour and a half, and he kept stopping oh, wow. talking about he was fat. And I'm like, bro, man, that's what I'm talking about. See, you still our age. All these songs you've made, you still forty, brother. <laughs> 
So he had to keep sitting down. The lights were shut off, and then he was sitting next to the drums. I was like, I know what you did, brother. You catching your breath. But yeah, that was my weekend. And then yesterday, my niece came over. We kind of just chilled. Um, and then today, your boy got his hair done. We're going to baby shower today. So we had to do the pod a little early so I can get up out in them streets. But the goal, man, and I, I know I'm just talking and talking, but man, I'm getting outside this this uh this summer. I, I don't give a care. The wife can be like, I'm hot. All right, deuces. I'm out. Okay, so you out in them streets. I am, man. COVID then ruined everything. I got to get back to me. Yeah, it is funny. Kind of, it is kind of funny. Uh, just being out. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of speaking of the weekend, um, Friday is uh, Fridays is always a chill day, so uh, not much going on. But uh, yesterday, uh, uh, the missus had a uh, her her good friend had a wedding, so mm-hmm. uh, had to get suited and booted. Okay, that's two um, weeks in a row. Right, two week, two weeks in a row. You I just keep out. tuxedo from last week. You know what? I didn't, but I did rent. <laughs> <laughs> I rented a suit from the same spot. And I'm gonna tell you, you know what? You know how people tell you work smart, not hard. Uh-huh. So in the past two weeks, I rented a tux, and then I doubled back and I rented a suit because I've lost a lot of weight. So all of my suits that I own, I donated them, so I don't have any. So okay. I was in the pinch. I said, let me get, I need to rent a suit. And the irony of that is, is that the money that I spent on renting both of these suits, uh, the tux and the suit, one. I could have bought one and had something mm-hmm. solid. Or at so, least went to KNG and got you a ramen noodle suit. Man, here we go. Here we go. KNG. <laughs> here we go. KNG. Man, come in one 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 KNG suit. It's all over. Hey, that's all it take, man. Like. If you come in and you got a smear of doo-doo on you and somebody be like, dang, Keith smell like doo-doo, you always going to be doo-doo man. Doo-doo man. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I was fly anyways. I will hey, not let hey, you. People, people, normal size people don't, don't know about KNG. It take the big fellas. KNG for the big fellas. And they always try to keep us. Uh, you got a size us. 54 in the chest? <laughs> yes, sir, we do. Come over here. Uh, this is the suit for the portly gentleman. <laughs> oh, uh, portly, wool, portly, uh, portly suits. And wool gray. <laughs> and wool gray, ladies and gentlemen. Wool gray. Good God. Hey, you man, I'm starting pe- to get like, so I, my genetics, like I, I can be big, but like it don't take much to like start losing weight. So I've been losing weight. And I went to the, to the, to the Husky store to get me some clothes. To go to the concert, DXL, and I straight like buy an outfit and I get here and it don't fit. And I'm like, oh, I gotta wear some, I gotta wear some old clothes to the concert. Luckily, I wasn't trying to impress nobody. I'm going with the homie, but I'm like, dang. So I had to go back up there and get a smaller size already. So your boy on the move. Wait, it was too big or too small? It was too big. Oh, okay. But so I'm everything. already down, I'm already down, down the size that I used to wear. You know, I mean, it's been a while since I've been into the XL. Yeah, because you're like a little fella. Every time I went in there, it was like I always was off for a size. They stuff be looking like you shaped like a box or something. It's just like, <laughs> hey, man, they got you ain't been there in a while. They got some stuff in there. I mean, the pieces was nice. No, I'm talking I, I about ne- like like the cut. I ain't talking about the pieces. Oh, OK. Like, I think since COVID is around, it's more fat people out here. So the designer's like, hey, man, I need to go ahead and get these husky people together because they still need clothes, too. You can't wear a movie to a wedding. Man, I'm hoping my DXL days is is, is behind me. They is, I, man. You only can eat a half a hamburger right now. I mentioned that I mentioned that yesterday to, uh, to Adrian. I said, because I, I saw a dude that used to look like me where he was looking and his stomach was so far out, I don't think he could see his shoes. And I was, uh-huh. like, I, was like, I remember them days. Hey, man, man. I can see my toes. I can't see the whole shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, you know, back, back to the, to the wedding. wedding. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're we we suited, we're suited and booted, and uh, you know, we're having a good time. It was a, a outside wedding, you know, everything, everything was good. So where it gets a little interesting was um, it was a small wedding, which was no no problem with that. Mm-hmm. But I guess what happened was the singer who was supposed to sing the the procession 
What's the perception? You know, I don't you know, know stuff. When the when the uh when they coming out or when they coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. When the uh the bridal party comes out. Oh, when okay. the bridal party comes out. She really didn't have one. She just had like her parents and her brothers, and then she popped out. She didn't want to, I guess she didn't she said she didn't want to um, you know, the bridesmaids and the groomsmen job. She didn't need all that. So it was just them. But they still, you know, the parents and the came out. So there was supposed to be somebody singing them out. Mm-hmm. And whoever that was apparently didn't show up for whatever what reason. Kind of hold on. So that was at a hood wedding? No, nah, no, it's real classy. I'm gonna tell you it's real classy. And people ain't but, showing up. But somebody didn't show up or something happened. So I guess one of the I don't know. I don't know which family it is because I don't want to throw I don't want to put myself out there bad. But let's just say somebody auntie came up there and said oh, amazing grace. The singer ain't gonna be here. So uh you know I'm 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 gonna go ahead and do it. So she's saying <laughs> she's saying heat wave always and forever, right? And I <laughs> okay you, and I Does okay, she know how to ways she fam. She had this big pad I with the it. words written in like 27 font, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, and I'm sitting here and I'm clutching Adrian's hand. I'm like, oh, buddy, because if you know, I don't know. I should. I don't know how to assume everybody knows the song, but, you know, I'm going to try to always and forever. Each moment with you. Mm-hmm. OK, so that's the song. So if you can, you can remember it. So. If you know that song, the crescendo of the the crescendo of the hook has such a high note. The take time to tell me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not about to try to hit that note. I ain't about to try to hit that note. That's a, that's a tough. That's a tough. That's a tough uh, one. So I knew it. And my and just as irony hits it, uh, the DJ for the wedding is was one of my best friends. I didn't even know he was there. Mm-hmm. So. He's like he hit me as soon as she starts singing with the eyes, like, uh oh. And I was just like, Yep, here we go. And I hear her. She was already you, and if you know she how was to maxed sing, out. Right? she she you, was she was maxed she, out. When she hit the take time to tell me, she was already maxed out. And I clutched her <laughs> and I clutched Adrian's hand. I said, Up, oh, it's all I said, I wanted to look down because as soon as I heard her, I was like, if you know anything about singing. You know you need to be at a certain note to get to the next uh-huh. one, and she hit. She wasn't there, brother. She was. Mm. She started up there, and I said, "Up, oh, you didn't left. You ain't left no room. You ain't leave no room." <laughs> you, which is oh, oh, oh. I was like, oh. and but bro, yeah. she cracked and she stopped. And fam, my boy sent me about five hundred laughing emojis. He's behind me, and I said, if I turned around, I knew I was gonna start lasting. Not start. I said, do not. Not in the house of the Lord. It was at. It was at the church, or it was. No, it was just outside. It was at a. Oh, okay, yeah, you can laugh. It was at a restaurant. Oh, is that a restaurant? Oh man, you could laugh and order some cheese dish. You funny. You funny. (laughs) And she, and she comes back for the second verse, and I guess there was a a a saxophone player. He was he playing it. He started playing because why he just didn't play it like he he didn't know he didn't know what was going on. I found out later he was like nobody said anything to him. He just felt bad when she was like oh oh oh," and he was like oh I got it. He hit it with the he hit it with the low sax and I told my boy I said well fam if you he was like I didn't know either else I at least would have tried to play you know the instrumental or something yeah out. I said, man. So I sent, you know, me, I'm I'm all for the jokes. So uh-huh. I sent him a picture of uh Oha from uh coming to America. Oh was, no. That's what she needed. That's how I felt, bro. And I felt bad because I said, man, you don't want to cook her because she wasn't the main, she wasn't supposed to be there, but she gave it a shot. Dang. And I said, but some days, you know, it's okay. Cause you yeah, had a you DJ. Hate to see it. You hate to see it, bro. You had a whole DJ. Mm-hmm. You had a whole DJ who could have played that song, and it would have been just as nice with Luther Porter, singing. And, and then you had a little saxophone in the background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it could have been. It would have been. But then you had to hit the. You had to hit the acapella. She's your. And then hey, you had, knowing knowing my wife, mm-hmm. she who the bride is going to replay 
that moment for the rest of her days. Yep. Like every little detail that our wedding, mm-hmm. I thought our wedding was fly. Mm-hmm. It was, yes, sir. Everything that went wrong. Yep. Kara still talks about it. We about to do five years in. To this day. To to this day. Let me tell you something. Five five years from now, you still going to be here. I know. That's what I'm saying. I feel so bad for this lady's memory. Yep. She going to remember what went wrong. Uh Who didn't show up. And she ain't going to remember the whole good parts. Yep. But she knows. She's like this. That's how... That's a that's a that's a that's an insight into a woman's mind, bro. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of we know. <laughs> they know we know it'd be like this. Never for look, never like never they say 9-11, never, 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 never forget a woman's brain in a wedding. Never yeah, forget. Man. So oh, that's just too bad. It was fun. It, I mean, that was funny. But other than that, I speaking mean speaking of speaking of funny singing, mm-hmm. now, you see what I did there? You see I what transi- I did there? Transition. Nice. Oh, okay, transition, man. Hey man, I'm, I'm gonna have to let you take this one because I just heard uh, the, the third party. I heard third party what went on because so the verses that happened oh, this yes, week. Sir. Yes, sir. Um, you and I didn't watch live because it came on at the same time as the NBA draft. Um, if you know me, you know I am a big NBA fan. So I am. I had to. Be- <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm gonna let you get away with that? Wait a minute. Slow down. Hold on. Whoa! You thought you thought you was gonna speed past me with that one? I will cook. I'm gonna get out my skillet and cook this man. This man told myself hey. since I'm a big fan in the NBA. Not a TV in his house was on during the NBA draft. This man was exclusively, I watched the, this watched man the draft was exclusively on, Twitter. on Twitter for the draft. And, and knowing chat. all the picks before the group chat knew. And I'm telling you what Woe said. I ain't seen that. I see the suits You after know the me. Pick. I'm a big NBA fan. Hey, man. Boy, if you don't get off this putt, look, podcast <laughs> over. <laughs> I'm hey, dead. Hey, this, the, uh, hey, I, hey, I told you. I'm an NBA fan when my team does well, and there they are go. they All are right. back. So yeah. I'm back too. Okay. So NBA All league right. pass about to get bought because the Detroit Pistons won the draft for the third year in a row. Because mm-hmm. people forget about the Sadiq draft. Yep. For the third year in a row, the Pistons yep. get a a, a a cornerstone. Is yep. this? It's a wrap now. Nah, it yep. is a wrap. Like. Jaden Ivy and Jalen Duran and Frenchie. Frenchie. All right. Now <laughs> wait, wait. Let's get back. Now let's get back to verses. We're gonna lose them five. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're gonna lose so them five. We we um we were watching, we were watching the draft, but I kept hearing people chirping about the verses. So so you take it away. <laughs> Okay, so I'll tell you, I'll tell you from my I'll tell you from my perspective. So um I was I was locked into the draft. There was zero shot that I was gonna be uh paying super attention to um to the to the verses. Not because I didn't I didn't want to hear anybody, just because I'm I'm look, one of us is a big NBA fan. (laughs) And one is a and uh we're both big piston fans. So uh, we we can both have that. So I, I went, I checked in, and I said, "Let me pop in on verses." This is about ten o'clock. So this is maybe about two hours in, and I see D Ray, who's hosting the thing, and we got a DJ, and everybody's running around, and the crowd's a little angry, and then they start doing this recap on the screen with Bobby V and Pleasure P and Sammy, and I think I saw Ray J for a minute, and it was uh-huh. just, it was all confusing. And then I was looking at the comments trying to figure out, was it even on? And people were like, man, what the f- are you doing with this recap? And I'm like, I'm like, bring out Mario, bring out Mario. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay. And I said, you know, I was like, whatever. So I kind of just went back, went back to the draft and thinking, uh, thinking they was going to come out, but I never got back to it. But oh boy, apparently, <laughs> you know, we missed, we missed what the, what the Gucci and the Jeezy uh versus we thought we thought that was going to be 
that's what this one was going to be. You know, some some classic R some classic R and B beef. So apparently, uh, Ray J made a fool of himself. I guess that happened. Um, I heard Bobby V was cool. Um, I, think I heard Jeremy. Sammy had two songs, so I think he only got two songs. Well, I've never has- seen a versus where they had undercards like this. <laughs> Undercard because they couldn't do- <laughs> because the headliners didn't have twenty hits between them. That's the biggest. Oh man, the but they song. do. That's the thing. Like, did he sing it? You wouldn't even know if 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 um uh, sung some BK B two K stuff. He in so, there, bro. B two K was in sync. So here's Flex. So here's what I did here is that Omarion was pulling out a lot of the, the tricks and the dancing and, mm-hmm. you know, bringing out other cats and stuff. And I think people forgot that he can't sing. Uh, and, I think, yeah. and I think people were like, some people kind of discovered it for the first time. I know one of my boys put up a, a post to say it, you know, back in the day, he would move around and dance and take his shirt off and rub on his six pack. And you lost your mind and you forgot that that man can't sing a lick. Yeah, that's and true. I, but he I was said, in a boy band. I said, yeah, well, I mean, it was a boy band. He did what he was supposed to. He that's what I'm saying. But when he transitioned to, to, to the singing, he just really focused on dancing because mm-hmm. Gene Wine can't sing that good either. But he but was I, like, he was like our, he was our, our Omarion because Omarion mm-hmm. a little younger than us. So we had Genuine who would just dance, and we had a young Usher. But yep. Usher are, is the rare breed, like Mike, like Chris Brown. Usher can sing and dance at the same time. Mm-hmm. That takes, now that takes a talent. And I keep hearing everybody, if we can get a Chris Brown and Usher versus, that'd be the biggest versus that ever happened. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Well, you know, Chris Brown's a weirdo, and I'm not sure if Usher feels he needs it. Who knows? I don't know if they've even reached Chris out Chris Brown just came out with a classic and what I heard. Yeah, his album came out Friday, and I listened to a couple, and I ain't even a Chris Brown fan, but I listened to a couple songs, and that thing kicking. Okay. Well, it's called well, Breezy. Okay, well, good for him. I, I good for, Not that I'm saying I don't have, a, I don't hate that man or well, I don't have a, a big opinion about him uh, one way or the other, but, uh, you know, good for him. But um, as far as the verses is concerned, um, I guess apparently Mario chose violence mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, came out and was frying Omarion. And I'm sitting and it was funny because people are just saying, oh, he was calling him a little nigga. He's calling him a terrible singer. He needed some milk. Uh, he didn't want to be on that raggedy ass millennium tour. Uh, your props is embarrassing, you know, just, just uh-huh. frying this, frying this man. Somebody people forget Mario, like from Philadelphia, like, like this dude's from, from the hood. hood. He said, don't, don't try him. But somebody made a point, they said that, um, at the end of the day, you still gonna open up for Mar- Omar, Omar, Elmar, and them. So, uh, oh, Omarion by himself without uh, nah, he got it and all the other. I don't even know who B2K is, like they were six when I was in college. Yeah, that you, we I don't even know their names. It was Omarion and them, yeah, that's like I, David Ruffin and Temptations of Omarion and the B2Ks. That's what I think. Omarion made that joke too. He, <laughs> said, he was just like, it's just it's somebody in the Temptations. He said, that's all we know, like David Ruffin. Uh-huh. And I said, yeah, because ain't nobody about to remember Lil Fizz. And yeah, that's his name. I thought a little flip, but he rap. And then that's about that's as far as I as far as I got. <laughs> got little little flip, uh Devontae, <laughs> Mr. Dalvish. I don't know. <laughs> those guys. Just about to name what uh Cisco, you just about to name every RB person you think of right now. Hey, and low then- key. Let tell me who's in um uh dang I didn't forgot the name. Well, who do want to say let's get married? Oh uh Jagged Edge. Jagged Edge, what's their names? Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. They were they were a a a team of all role players. Yeah. 
Like there was no Cisco in that group. Like there was nobody. Wasn't they just both two sets of twins singing? They was twins and yeah, twins. It was one was jacket and one was Edge. You funny, you funny. Nah, good luck. Somebody yeah, and name the and then the but one one twelve at least had Slim. I don't know the other ones, mm. but everybody oh, has at least Q, Mike, Slim, and Deron. Don't hey, you know that's oh see group. there you go. What that's your boys to men. Q, Mike, Slim, and Deron, brother. Don't play. <laughs> hey, hey, we can have that part another day. Don't don't. don't we can come. definitely have that one because don't hit me with one twelve. Hey, look, well, who came out with that? Then Slim Slim came out with an album, and that mug was what? trash. Did he? Yeah, did he? he did. Uh, look, uh-huh. First of all, they've had one. They had, and I met them. I almost wanted to tell them that too. Yeah, the like, y'all said. had one good album, and the rest of it, well, you had, had one two, and a half they? good album. That second album was cool. Well, that was the one with peaches and cream on it. The third one was peaches and cream. Well, then third. that one was good. I had that one. I mean, they had a songs on it, but nothing yeah. will be the first one twelve album to me. Everybody's different. Like the that first was still one, new Jack Swingy, wasn't it? Nah, it's it's really more. It's more of a mellow vibe. I, okay. I bought that album and I told him this when I met him. I bought that album five times in my lifetime. Because I messed it up. Groupie shit is that? Uh, I'm gonna be on, I'm a 112 fan. I'm trying to tell what? you. But when you said what's the name member 112, you said oh, yeah, you sure did. Did you call they hotline? No, you call the hotline. <laughs> <laughs> I just told him I'm 12, I'm your biggest fan. Yeah, I told him I definitely Sign told my him. I told I definitely told him that. Get out my you know what? You lucky you start you started the you started this thing because I might hang up on you and finish this myself. We're gonna find out who you we're gonna find out who you're a fan of. And I'm oh, a bang. <laughs> yep. But yeah, 112, 112, Drew Hill, boys to men. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Drew Hill out of all of them. That was my that was my my team. Jazz, Woody, Cisco, Nokia, baby. Yeah, 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 man. I was listening to uh, Drew Hill yesterday. Because they, that's why. Hey, man, look, we about to get so sidetracked. Hey, okay. we, we showed our, but we only got one thing left, but this is about to take the whole show. So we needed to I don't want it to. I mean, I don't want jokes to. out. I don't want it to, but we had to. It yeah. is. Your ass called me on Friday cooking. Like this that's dude was straight Chef Ramsey on the phone. And this okay, so you know let's go ahead, let's go ahead and do that. We got yeah. what we, we we about 25 minutes in. Okay. I bet you this ends close to an hour. <laughs> no, it, it won't about to it be won't. an hour. We're gonna get you out. We're we gonna get y'all out. We're we gonna, gonna get, get y'all, y'all out, out like new age church. So this is the point of the podcast where if you if you had fun and you you know you don't want to be serious, mm-hmm. we'll see y'all out. next week. You can check out and I won't be mad. Okay, uh-huh. so the Friday. Was it Friday? Yeah, it was Friday. Friday. It was Friday when we woke up. So here's what happened to me. When you woke up, everybody else was up. It already yeah. happened to people went to lunch. Your ass woke up. I can't up. remember. Like, well, the well, you know, well, you know what? Well, just for, you know, some insight. I'm still dealing with some sleep issues mm-hmm. in in my life in my life right now. Um, you know that that's connected to my kidney. So I, you know, my sleep. I'm not sleeping at night like I I want to. So mm-hmm. that's why. When you hear the jokes about oh, when I get up at nine, I guess since we know so much, like we and just everybody say else, jokes. yeah, they yeah, like the real speaking world late? is up. Yeah, they don't know, but it's cool. No, but this is this is this is why we have our platform mm-hmm. to uh, get our rocks off. So my phone's buzzing, and I don't know what's going on. And then I look up, and I see you know uh, at least you know five, six, seven uh, uh, notifications that uh, the Roe v. Wade decision was overturned by uh, the Supreme Court uh, in a five to four ruling. And my heart sank. And, you know, I went and I saw that the group chat was fired up about it. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they had their thoughts. And, you know, I definitely and I definitely have mine. And I'm sure everybody has has their strong opinions about Mm -hmm. it. And here's mine. So. um, Horrible decision. And first of all, so what it mean what it means at this point is that now that it's been overturned, that it will no no longer at least I don't know if it can ever be rechanged, but at least for now, uh-huh. it's no longer a con- your constitutional right uh, to be able to terminate a pregnancy uh-huh. at any given time. And I know there's a lot of um, 
back and forth about when that should or shouldn't happen or when life begins. And I'm not here to, and I, I'm, I'm not here to debate that, but what it does mean is that now the decisions will be solely made by individual States and you're beholden, mm-hmm. you're beholden to the laws and the whims of these. I'm going to be nice and say the pop, these politicians, Mm-hmm. Uh, in whatever, whichever, which way the political wind is blowing. And I don't know the number of states, but I think it's going to be at some point in time, maybe 16 states where, you know, you're going to be able to freely uh, mm-hmm. get an abortion if you so, if you so choose to. Okay. So that's what, that's what that, that's what it means right now. So, it, you know, it's probably at this point where, um, I know there's going to be a lot of midterm elections that are coming up in a lot of states where people are listening, whether it be, you know, I know a lot of our listeners are in, you know, in Texas and in the, uh, in Detroit and in Chicago. Um, voting is absolutely paramount. Yes. And it's always been paramount. And even now more so than ever, you know, throw all the garbage you want to hear about uh fake and rig elections that's garbage it's complete and total garbage and anybody who tells you differently slap the shit out of them you can be completely be honest with you mm-hmm. okay that's a whole nother issue um so that being said you know uh voting voting is paramount so uh make make sure you do that um and it's just it, it's sad that we're here at this point and that's kind of where I where my upset and anger was because mm-hmm. this was a this was the this was the uh, the product of a slow burn. Um, yeah, this got I put mean, in motion a while ago. I was thinking Bill Maher said it because I was listening to him and uh, re- listening to his show this weekend, and he, he said it best. He said this was he said this was the Republicans and the conservatives' long game mm-hmm. all along. It was the slowest of the slow burn. It, and he he took it back to 2016, where you know people were so divided at that time, and there were a lot of people who you know were warm on Hillary and didn't really care, and you know some people just were like, oh that's fine, it's fine if she gets in or she doesn't, I don't care, or she'll probably get in, and nobody's gonna vote for that clown Trump, and mm-hmm. we you're the only one who tells me so Trump. Running was a joke. Okay, so yeah, that's I, I was gonna get. I'm getting to that, but I don't even know if it was a joke. But what what it was, and I, I mean, I've told you this. I said, and I'm being funny when I say this because I, I obviously respect the man. But I said I want to travel back in time and slap the shit out of Barack Obama back in 2012 mm-hmm. uh, when he was at the uh, the uh, I don't know the name of that ball that all of the uh, the media ball that they have every year and he was you know cracking jokes and giving his stick and 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 cooking and cooking donald trump and he was sitting there and donald trump was sizzling and it was (laughs) at that point in time where he said oh you gonna mess with me that was like in the beginning of the movie when the movie started the end it's like this was the origin it was an origin it's the it's the the villain origin story bro it's like he was thanos and he was just like he kicked Thanos in the face, and then Thanos was like, I'm about to go gotcha. get my infinity gun. Mm-hmm. I got your ass. And that's exactly what he did. And right after that, he started poking with that man, talking about he wasn't from America, asking people, asking him to produce his uh uh, uh birth certificate. And mm-hmm. you never heard any other white man who's ever touched the damn uh office of the president of the United States being asked for their birth certificate. It was right. it's a clown. It's a clown show. It's a clown show that what happens in this country. First of all, anybody that was and I know people and I promise I keep stopping short of calling certain individuals in my family out because you already know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, first of all, if you ever ask me why, then first of all, he's an effing clown and he all was right. a clown. He was a clown then for insulting for insulting an, uh, a standing president of the United States. And he insulted a black man. So yeah. if you had the balls to vote for him, you're an effing clown yeah. from the jump, from the jump. Yeah. Anyway, I don't care what I'm you like thought. that Jack Nicholson uh, meme right now. I'm like, yeah, yeah I don't care. I don't up. care what the hell you thought yeah. about him. You're 
you were a clown. I don't need everybody wanted to say, oh, I don't need a bunch of reasons why I didn't want to want to vote for that for the man for the man because I thought he was a fool and a clown. And it started from the it started from the jump. So, you know, I, I don't want to talk about revisionist history too mm-hmm. much, but we have to go back to understand how we got here and how important that was. Mm-hmm. Because now that once this man got into office, you see that he was in a position to nominate three different Supreme Court justices in his time that were super conservative, super all three conservatives two, two because he had because that's what happened as they had to retire and uh, Ruth and and, uh, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, passed away at the end of his watch. And Mm -hmm. they were able to push that in. And she was trying to hold on to. Holding, she was trying to hold trying on to, to 2020 and uh yeah. until Biden got in. Uh-huh. But even then, which you know, like I said, I'm not uh Barack went to her when he was in office mm-hmm. and gently encouraged her to hang up her boots mm-hmm. so we wouldn't be in this exact situation right now. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is so if you ever want to know how did this happen, this is why this is why. It, it, this, this is why you got to put the pride to the side a little bit. Like, yeah. I know you ain't trying to retire, but come on. This is you why we're your here. race. You know, ran your race on, on getting this done. This is what this is. This is why it happened. And this is why I'm just like I said, I get I get so angry because it's like you see. A, it's like a movie you're watching and it's happening in real time. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, I don't I don't understand it. And it's just like this country has made so much progress on so many fronts in civil rights, in women's rights Mm -hmm. and in gay rights. It's like and now that the Supreme Court and the whims of certain people are ultra conservative, a lot of things are being are trying to be pushed back and you know that that just goes that even just goes into what uh clarence thomas was talking about that now that he now that roe v wade has been overturned mm-hmm. he says we should uh you know re- review gay rights and contraception rules and, it's know, funny over, how and overturn when he well. when he got when he was put in black mm-hmm. people rejoiced like clarence mm-hmm. thomas and it's almost like his overwhelming support from us, as usual, kind of gave him the platform. And from that day, because even a, a a a copy of Gifted Hands was in every black a, a black uh, American household, mm-hmm. and this man, in turn, has shitted on us for twenty some years. How long has Clarence Thomas been in, in on on the? Well, uh, probably over 40, 35. Yes, like what what are we doing? Children, what are we yeah. doing? Like, do do we have to sell ourselves short every time we get to the, get to the cup? And that's why we cannot. That's why we cannot move forward. When we do well, we leave us, and this goes back to all the way to us. We get out the hood and we make $80,000, $100,000. We gone. When will you learn we cannot move forward and assimilate and leave leave the people? We have to stick together a little bit. If you're going to leave, come back. Mentor. Go to Boys and Girls Club. What, what, are, you, what are we doing? What are we doing? And that drives me nuts. And I'm not going to get off. Cause you know I can get off subject quick when it comes to black shit. Yeah. But this, no, we can, that- yeah, we can stay, we can stay on it, and that's something that I mean, it's all tied in, bro. And that's it's all tied in, and it's it's the emotions and the anger, and this is you know part of what we, we talked about when I said, and if you want to trace this all back, we have a sour taste in our mouth about a lot of this, right? Mm-hmm. Like you and I, we don't. It's like we don't even have a, a taste for politics especially in these last couple of years because it's been it's so it's so divided and it's and i've told you this i've told you this before that i hate i and i hate and i know you do too the fact that being a conservative and being and being a christian 
is so tied in. It's like you can't have other. one without the other. And you can't, it's like, it, yeah, it's like you can't have one without the other. And, and that just goes back to, you know, the Roe v. Wade decision. And this is how I feel. You know, I was raised a Christian, right? I know mm-hmm. you were too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I believe in the Bible. And that's not going to change. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, even if I do decide to um, understand other religions, because mm-hmm. I respect, I respect other religions. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's, that's probably the, the, the part, a bigger part of the issue is that I feel like evangelicals don't respect other religions and it, it becomes a, you have to, it's my way or no way. Right. This is one nation under God. Well, if it, you know, it's one nation under God, but then we still are inclusive of all religions. It kind of contradicts, it kind of contradicts itself. So you, you just trace all of this back to, to the eighties when, mm-hmm. uh, um, or even before, you know, I should say the 80s, but the seven, the, the mid 70s, because, you know, back in the day, I, you know, I told you this people, we didn't, you know, we didn't talk about we didn't talk about religion and we didn't talk about politics. And now everything is it's it's all one giant ball. And you can kind of mm-hmm. trace it back. And aren't you supposed to take church, church and state like aren't they supposed the separation to be and separation of church and state? Yes. You know, I think that was, you know, that was something a more secular thing, which was fine. Which was fine, but it it it, bec- it became a situation in the seventies when you know Reagan was running for office, and you know he's looking for votes, and you know you're figuring that the conservatives they said you know if we if we push our message in the churches, you know that's where we're gonna find you know a lot of votes, mm-hmm. and, and when he starts you know talking about God and what's just and what's right, and the people marred together, and you know his message by his team is is delicately crafted and then it becomes oh well if this is these are things of god and this is what the side i need to be on uh-huh. and that's where you know this that's where things started to go left no you know no pun, no pun intended. intended and it's just it, it's 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 very hard and i i i have struggles with my relatives uh-huh. <clears throat> who are conservatives and are black Ultra conservative, yeah. ultra conservative, and I don't even know what that means anymore. Because so hold on, can you? Because I didn't grow up in this. Can you touch on the Christianity conservative approach that kind of goes on in the black community? Well, see, I don't even know if I knew it existed. To be honest with you, especially uh-huh. in the '80s, because well, you don't you get know. to see it. So for okay, for most so black people, they don't even know about that life. As a child, okay, so I can speak about it for myself as a child. I went, I went, I went. Here's the thing: I went to church, and I went to school. Right? I went to a church that was, uh, you know, my pastor, uh, uh, Bishop Keith Butler, was a conservative, uh, who ran for who ran for a councilman in the city of Detroit as a Republican and won and served. And I didn't, I didn't know that I didn't have a any concept of the democratic party being demonized at that time. Like it didn't, it didn't, it just wasn't a, it wasn't a thing to me. It was just, Oh, this is who, you know, this is who's running and this is who, you know, this is who should win. So if I go to a church that's predominantly black and then I'm hearing the same similar messages in the school that I go to, that's a a Christian school that's predominantly white. You know, I don't know. I, you know, I, I, I remember, I can tell you this, and I don't know if I've ever told you the story uh, before, but I'll tell it to you now. The one, the first time I realized that black people couldn't be Republicans or conservatives and be out in the city of Detroit. So uh, this is the second. This is the campaign for uh, Bill Clinton when he was running against Al Gore, right? So I was really excited. I really liked Al Gore. I used to have. A, I had a map where I would color in, uh, um, uh, what's it called? The electoral votes mm-hmm. when they would get them during the elections. I was really excited. We had like a, a, a mock election at school and uh, Bob Dole won running away and it didn't even dawn on them. And at school they gave out, which is really weird now thinking about it in retrospect, they gave out Bob Dole uh, lawn, uh, lawn signs. And I was like, oh, man, this is the guy who won our mock election. So I took it home Mm -hmm. and my mother took me home. I think I put it in the trunk so they didn't know. 
So when I got home, I took the Bob Dole sign and I stuck it in the front yard. <laughs> and I was just like, hey, this is our guy. And my father freaked out and boom. And he yanked it out the lawn. And when did I see it? And I said, Dad, what's wrong? Like, I, did, I thought I did something wrong. And uh-huh. it was it look in what the origin story. It was at that moment that uh-huh. said, well, you know, you know, black people really don't always share our beliefs. And I uh-huh. said, what? And he said, so, you know, I just don't, you know, I like to keep this to myself or whatever we do. Uh-huh. And at that point in time, I was just like, it didn't, it still was just like, well, why would you want to hide who you're voting for? Why would you be ashamed uh-huh. of it? Like now it makes sense uh-huh. because in your neighborhood that you're in, you're voting against, well, people would have the perception that you're voting against your own interest. Uh-huh. And, you know, that was something that I, it's something I'll never forget. You know, they're I, voting against their own. And that that's wild. Like I, that was my that. perception. He no, but it that. is. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. And that night, if you and I, if you know, for people who don't know in your history, uh, Bob Dole got blown out. Uh, you know, Clinton won that running away. I don't. I can't okay. remember, but I remember being sad that night because I was sitting there ready to color in my state's red. And mm-hmm. I think Bob Dole might have won four states. I mean, Clinton whooped his ass. And it was just like, <laughs> it, it wasn't even close. And it was just like, and I remember going back to school and, you know, I don't I don't remember people being sad because I don't think they had the really political thing, but I know people were a little down about it. And, you know, at the time, I don't remember if I ever thought one way or the other, but that's shortly after that is when, you know, the Monica Lewinsky stuff came up and, then, mm-hmm. you know, People had, you know, their bad perception, but, you know, the economy was was booming. So, you know, hey, you can do whatever mm-hmm. you want. You but can. Just, just to get back, just to get kind of get back on track as far as that was when I was under trying to understand. So you was a Republican as a child. I w- yeah. Yeah, I definitely was. Uh-huh. I was trying to understand being a conservative, a Christian and being and then as that third component, once I figured out you know, being black, that these uh-huh. things are not mutually exclusive. And we weren't we weren't obviously in a neighborhood where we could, you know, be free because there obviously are certain signs where you can be black. So what type of what type of so and I never get to this with you, but I know your your, your parents are conservative, mm-hmm. but and you you kind of have a worldview. But growing up. What does a what does a a child conservative look like, especially in the especially in you the follow your I mean you follow your parents you follow your parents and you follow the Bible it's it's uh-huh. very simple so was, so conservative either is like the Bible or or kind of penny pension like kind of it's kind of we're not we're not gonna splurge in in personality or in money we're gonna we're gonna be responsible fiscally responsible. That's kind of that's well, kind of the conser- party. That, that's the conservative party in general. But yeah, yeah, I'm just saying that. From, I'm just saying from my that perspective. We, I never got that. I never heard any of that in my house. I'm gonna so tell you, you just what heard, I heard Jesus. I heard Jesus voted Republican. Whatever you no 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 no. Whatever the issue is, uh-huh. what does the Bible say about that issue? Uh-huh. Whatever the Bible says about that issue is how you're going to vote. And if no matter up, what. And it would no matter what, and nine times out of ten, that's going to end up with a particular party because they've purposely aligned themselves with that. Could so I get a harem and mm-hmm. then run for Congress and get a vote from your father? No. <laughs> and and to this day, you know, even like I used to tell my father for years, like I, and like I said, I don't know if I'm repeating myself on the pod right now. But when it comes to, like I said, I'm a Christian. And when it comes to the issue of abortion, mm-hmm. my 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 issue in general is because we didn't that, even get to this. Like this is, yeah. we, we took a wrong roundabout. Yeah, I'm way. trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to let you know, let the people know where I stand. Mm-hmm. And the fact is that I personally, you know, for me and my house, I don't believe in abortion. You know, I don't believe okay. I have. The, I don't believe I have the authority to take a life. Okay. And and that's and that's just how I feel. However, and I said this a million times, I don't have I also don't have the authority to say what uh, how, what happens in a man or woman's house. And that's where, you know, 
those who are conservatives, you know, like, you know, well, you called it out, like my parents, mm-hmm. where where we disagree, where I said, you don't have the right to say what's in a man's house. And he's like, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to vote the way I feel. Why are you voting for somebody else's interest and not your own? Right. And then that's and that's where we go. And we go back and forth. And I said, because you feel you're you you on your bully pulpit. Right. No pun, you know, no pun intended when we're talking about the church. And that's the and that's the back and forth. And that's that's where the fracture for me happened mm-hmm. when I when I got older. Now, the rest of it being black came probably came into play in my 20s where it, you know, basically where I'm working and where I'm more saturated with black people and black politics and then the Democratic Party. And I'm not even saying that to say that I'm some died in the wool Democrat because I'm definitely not. You can go to anything I've ever done or said or posted, and I say I'm I'm bipartisan because I like to put put myself in a position where I look at the issues. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's that's you know that was years ago. I don't even know. I don't even know if you can even comfortably say that right now, where we're becoming so fractured, where you're going to have to pick a side. And I'm not saying I've picked a side yet, but it's just it it's very it's it's very unfortunate. And with the decisions that have been made recently and the direction that the the Republican Party has taken or has been taken over, uh, it's been hijacked, you know, by. But they so everything that Trump went about and did and and laws and people he put in place. He just says what a lot of people think and are too embarrassed to say. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say it, but just like your dad, when you had your Bob Doe sign, he's mm-hmm. in too embarrassed to say how he really feels. Mm-hmm. And that is the part that I don't agree with at all. I tell my employees and my bosses the same thing. So we are all on the same page and I am transparent. If you big and bad enough to vote Trump as a black man, I need you to be big and bad enough to put Trump in your front yard. And that is how I feel. And people who who do that and let's not put that, let's not put the sign in our yard, they're cowards. Mm-hmm. And I and I'm not calling your dad a coward, but those actions well, well, let he me- told you as, as a child. Yeah, that that I don't agree with, and it's well, and well let, well, let me help you out real quick. Let me mm-hmm. fast forward it for you because to your to your point, mm-hmm. um, you know what we said about the Bob Dole sign, right? Right. That was in the night. That's in the nineties. So you know what Trump and I'm getting somewhere with this. So hang on, work mm-hmm. with. Me. So what Trump, what Trump did is he emboldened people of yeah. all colors to fill away. And then they're, they're gonna and that's where we get now. That's what so, that's how we got an insurrection. So the fast that's how we hold, got all of that. Hold on. So the fast forward to that, and I can't remember if I told you this. Talking about the sign, the Bob Dole sign. What you think my parents had in their lawn? A Trump sign. I know they did. All aboard. It literally it said all aboard the Trump train. Mm-hmm. So you go from the nineties where you couldn't do it to now. Say it with say it with your chest. And I told uh-huh. my mother because they lived in, you know, they at the time they lived in Sacramento. And uh-huh. I said, I asked my mother, I said, take that sign off the lawn because if somebody sees that, then they want to throw something at your house or give you the bad energy. And I'm not saying that's right, but I'm mm-hmm. just saying. But that's you, what they were, that's what they were fighting against in the 90s with their dog. Yeah. So you telling them is how you felt the whole time, and them. So you telling them that is the the roles are reversed. So they become the child and you become the adult. Because mm-hmm. what you told your mama is what your dad told you. Mm-hmm. So I'm not mad at your parents being Republican. I don't mind them voting Republican. But my problem is you you are voting against a lot of the stuff that you that you believe in because if i sit in here and tell you ask because you you've told me they vote from where the where where the bible stands 
mm-hmm. and don't none of these none of these Republicans or Democrats or or Green Party or any other party they don't care about no Bible. They go to church for the pictures. So you want to be a staunch Republican and a staunch Christian? Are you living this life now? Your parents do because I know you. You say they go to church, church, but mm-hmm. at the same time. No matter what church you go to, you're black. You you black, and and I'm sorry, but black Jesus and white Jesus, they ain't the same Jesus. I'm sorry, I, I hate to say it. I don't even hate to say that at this point. I'm 40. I don't care. It's how you feel, bro. It's I do. Like they not the same Jesus, and the Jesus that that we had to the the Jesus of of forgiving and all of that, like that part, that part. We have to all blacks and colored people always have to forgive for what other people are doing because we got a spot. Mm-hmm. I that that's the part that bothers me the most because why 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 are the Anglo-Saxons getting they heaven right now? So what you telling me we about to switch places when we get to another place? Are they gonna be there? Like, so my eternal bliss is worth more than they 80 years here. That part mm. it, it's just so many contradictions, and I and I hate it, but at the same time, I don't let that bother me mm. when I vote because I'd have my problems with with you can't ever you need conservatives and you need liberals because if you go all the way right, you out of control and you are you are an insurrection. If you go all the way left, we him her it this like that. You're going to get that part. So we need, you need both to coexist. But at the same time, if you are all one thing or either way, if you are one thing or the other, I can't agree with you. And the, and the longer I live this life, the more I understand, like both of them bullshit. Now, I understand why people don't vote. I understand that, but I have to vote on how I feel is going to help me in that situation. And that's how you should vote in general. If I need these things to change, then I'm going to vote in that manner then. Now, if my circumstance change, I'm going to vote in that way. But me and you both had this conversation about uh, Vice President Harris and her her disappearing act. And I put this on, I put this on wax. Like, and I tell you, like, I'm not about to sit here and tell you certain things and not put it on the pod because I feel we wouldn't have a successful pod if I ain't honest. But what is Kamala doing? Like I told you, after she put them pearls and chucks on, she been a ghost. Mm-hmm. I see, I see um the first lady Obama, Michelle Obama, more than I see Kamala Harris. And Michelle ain't even doing like she just chilling her life. Why, why am I seeing that? Why we had Roe v. V. Wade and what has she said? Yeah, and this is true. this is a woman. This is a woman. Like we we talk about that. What are we What are we doing? And I I hate because we had these whole things, and I be misogynist and all that. And I don't shit on black women. Like I give I give black women all of the 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 the, the reasonable doubt. I do all that. Like I ride with y'all. If nobody else can ride with y'all, but if you on your bullshit, you on your bullshit. And I don't understand where, where she even stand on anything. How? How what am what am I supposed to believe? What are we what are we doing? If we elected you and and Papa, I see Papa at least. He falling asleep, he falling off bikes, but he's there. What are you doing? And that's the part. Like what? Ah oh, man, the the Democrats have done so bad this election. Black people in general is like we about to sit back and see who next. Cause you ain't got our vote. Cause y'all ain't did nothing for us and i'm i'm black before anything so when it come to our our rights and our the legislation for us that's what i'm voting for at this point i don't care who you are paul paul didn't turn me all the way off maybe and maybe that's where the origin story of your daddy has your dad ever said that he grew up as a kid and was was republican like a conservative as a child no I asked him. I asked what was his that. origin story? I don't know if he had an origin story, but I think I mean the simp- the simplest part is that at some point in time, 
between and I told you it's about it's about messaging. It happened between uh uh 76 and 881 when when I like like I told you the, the Republican party figured out my father was always big in the church. You got to understand that. And I know as a lot of black people were black people were in general. So I don't think it was that big of a stretch. I don't think it was that big of a stretch that um that he he went that way, especially because people were I know blacks in general, a lot of dis disenchanted with. Uh, um, I can't think of the president's name, the Jimmy Carter at the time with Jimmy Carter. And it's almost very eerily similar now where mm -hmm. the economy was kind of in flux. Gas was high. yet gas lines. People mm -hmm. were putting tanks and gas and people, you know, and people were looking for it for a change. And I think even now, I think that's how people feel. Like, I think that, you know, the the trust in, in, in the Biden administration is, is low. And I think people, you know, whether it's because of his age or whatnot, I don't think they have any faith in him in the second term. And, and you know, Kamala's a no-show to a certain extent. So, you know, we haven't heard from her. So, you know, we're in flux right now. I don't know. I don't know where, what the next... I don't know what the next move is, uh, you know, moving forward for the uh, for the re for the Democratic Party. And, you know, um, somebody something needs to happen on both sides. Mm -hmm. The Democratic Party needs to step up and not be so extreme. And the Republican Party kind of needs to do the same thing. They need to step up, not be so extreme and not let themselves get hijacked by by this clown with, that they got hijacked by and i've said that to anybody who will listen that the republican party got hijacked and until it gets itself under control um you know we're just this country's just gonna be fractured and i don't know if those type of answers are outside of our pay grade so right. that's that's just that's that's how i feel um uh, I hope I, you know, I hope I didn't, uh, you know, make anybody go to sleep. I hope everybody, you know, no, I told you, uh, I don't know. I told you it was going to go. We had an hour right now. I told you that was going to happen, but yeah. you never hear black males who you don't, you don't hear us talk about politics and we're not, you know, we're not seeing them. We're not dying lemon, but it's more of, we do have these conversations just amongst ourselves. We had these conversations in the group chat. And I was telling Terry, and I told y'all, like, our group chat is probably the, the most healthy group chat I've ever been in. Like, just blackmail, um, good space to go into. Um, you know, if we're going through something, we go to, the, we tell each other, go to the doctor. You know, we talk about our careers. Like, we, we talk about all of this stuff in there, plus the jokes. So I feel, and I told him, I was like, Ortez's the last one. I don't want to mess up the dynamic that we have in that, but these are the conversations that we do have and, and black women, black dudes, really, we don't, we don't talk about politics like this. And I really feel, I told you, I wanted this space to be a good space for us to listen and hear what is going on. So you, you know, you ain't, you ain't, um, bore anybody because anybody who listened to this, I feel, um they they're kind of in that place where I, we we just in flux right now so mm -hmm. no that this, this i feel was a was a was a good episode just to kind of say what's going on because this had to be said every podcast yeah. that i listened to talked about roe v wade because this i and and i just put my stuff on and then i would get on the body here but i i would never i like i told you i don't agree with abortion but i don't i i wouldn't take anybody's to anybody's choice away you so, fight for their right to have it to yeah have yeah yeah choice. i want you because yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be some gray areas and i live my life really in the gray like there's it's not black and white you kind of gotta you can't say okay you can't do that but there's some circumstances where it needs to happen now at the same time i hate to see children in poverty like i hate to see a poor child i hate that like a woman can't feed a feed her uh, child i hate that and if we take that opportunity away where where we are making the woman take that child on when they weren't when she wasn't ready like that that would bother me more than an abortion because 
some women do, you know, do get them all willy nilly. But at the same time, a lot of women are young when they're doing it. Like, I'm not ready for that. And you can't you can't fault a woman for saying, hey, I'm not ready for that situation. You told me um, that you had somebody, a, a friend who kind of had that, you know, she she had it done. But now she has a child and she was ready for that child. And they doing a lot better than they would have. If, absolutely yeah so so things like that that do happen so i wouldn't want to take that choice away and also like you got all these old men and women making it a, a point to dictate what a woman does with their body like it's mostly men old white men telling a woman what they can't do i don't want to tell nobody i don't need to tell my wife what to do and if I did, you wouldn't listen anyway. So I, why why would I why would we do that? And that and it all goes back to what would Jesus do? And and he wouldn't abort a child. And I mean, this Jesus was born to no daddy. Like his daddy was in heaven. So like all of these things, like how are you how are you comparing one to the other? And they have nothing to do with each other. Leave Jesus out of it. Let's talk about this as a society and and we because ah man, I ain't even gonna go there, but I just feel we need to stop telling people what, what they can and can't do when it comes to biology. Um, so and then your boy uh Kunis Thomas talking about contraception being illegal and all this, yeah. Like, what are we even talking about? You so now you just now we just having babies like to the max. And if, if you if you end up getting pregnant. So you can't use contraception. So if you don't pull out fast enough, you having a baby and you got to keep it. So basically he's against sex like that. That's where it's ending up. Um, he he tired. He he don't want us to uh, have sex because he tired of having sex with his white wife. But we're going to go ahead and end it. <laughs> and on that note. We we yeah, 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 as my boy would say. <laughs> okay, on that note, we got we 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 about to get a body here. Yeah, we on up out. We love and appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for listening to the Irk and Jerk podcast. Please rate, like, and subscribe on your favorite uh podcast listening outlet, whether that be Spotify, whether that be uh Apple. Uh please leave a comment and we will definitely uh our uh, what do we call it? Our marketing department will definitely. Yeah, I uh, definitely get back with you, or or delete you, you, depending on what you say. You know the white, the, the, the people yeah, still. Yeah. I can't even say the white folks, but they all been. It's been hundred percent white, but saying you know fuck off and stuff on the Jerk Pie page. But um, you know I ain't even oh, yeah. like I said last last time. And like the Irkin and uh, head to the Irkin Jerk page on Facebook, like that. Uh, we're gonna have some more content for you. Yeah, we're gonna uh, end up going soon. video soon. I don't find that I found the app where I we can just do, get our reels video, and stuff going. Yeah, recap clips. So uh all of that uh we're growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is podcast number 10. We've made it. We we thank you uh uh for rocking with us. Mm-hmm. And you know, with that note, have a uh have a great week and uh we'll talk to you. Irk and jerk pie, we out. Uh, Irk and jerk, jerk podcast. podcast.